0: Bill Kristol joins us to bring us up to date on all things Obamacare and baseball. Bill, thanks much for your time.
1: Hey, Michael, how are you? Doing
0: fine, sir. So, uh, President Obama says all is well, but now even on Saturday Night Live, they're mocking him.
1: Yeah, when you've lost Saturday Night Live and you're a liberal, you're you're in trouble, I think. And uh, the website really is only the tip of the iceberg, as people have been saying, because the real problem, of course, is the tens of probably a little over ten million people have discovered that they're individual. Uh, health insurance that they purchased last year, and it's one most of them we're happy with. Uh, is, are, uh, those policies are being canceled. They're being forced into the exchanges. And many of them are going to get a worse deal there. And I think people are a little shocked. They hadn't really appreciated They, they kind of believed President Obama when he said if you like your policy, you'll be able to keep it. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep it. And that turns out not to be true if you were an individual purchaser for the huge majority of individual purchasers of health insurance. And I think that really That is a fundamental problem for Obamacare. It's something Republicans, you and I discussed it early last week. Republicans seem to have now jumped on it. Uh, Ron Johnson has a little interesting bill in the Senate. There'll be a House bill. I think we'll move on it next week in the House. And I think that really gets to the heart of the problems with Obamacare. It's making health care more expensive for an awful lot of people. And it forces people in a coercive way that's pretty unusual in America, you know? I mean, Right. Uh, Bill, uh, let me
0: interrupt because I want to share an observation from a Democrat, Joe Manchin, on uh, his concern about Obamacare.
1: Nobody should be forced to buy a, a, a policy that costs more than what they had and it's inferior to what they had. Those things have to be worked out. The new markets that we're opening up, basically, is going to be good, but it has to be affordable. You have to work through this. The transition period of one year is very reasonable and doable, and the fines don't go in effect until 2015. We're still working through it. If you delay it, you're never going to have to really identify the problems and work them out.
0: So his statement right at the the beginning was, of course, plagiarism of Bill Kristol. Why should right. anyone have to change their insurance if they like and can afford what they have?
1: Yeah, but he's not willing to draw the consequence. So he's saying, okay, so maybe we'll delay the mandate that you buy insurance from the exchanges. But then, if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't, if you get dropped from your current plan and there's no mandate then you don't have insurance next year, and so man, the consequence of what he's the implication of what he's saying should be, you should be able to keep the health insurance plan that you have, not just that you shouldn't be forced to buy one. From the exchanges. Well, I think the Joe Manchin's in the world will have a difficult vote if they can have a force vote in the Senate on the, the Ron Johnson proposal that, hey, if you like your current insurance, you should be able to keep it. And what Manchin is avoiding is the fact that you can't keep it, it's not a bug in, in Obamacare. It's a feature of Obamacare. It's the essence of Obamacare to force everyone into the exchanges. That is what it's required to, for this comprehensive social engineering system to work. And then I think what people see what a kind of comprehensive social engineering system it is, I think people will really rebel. I guess I really think this is the moment, because, you know, it's one thing, look, we're all used to liberal social programs. We don't like them much. You you pay taxes. The money gets redistributed probably often quite ineffectively for either for food stamps or Pell Grants, or you name it, right? But but in none of those those programs, if you want to stay out of the program and make your own arrangements, you can go to the grocery store you want. You can, you know, you can have your own savings account on the side, etc., It is very unusual to tell people that they can't keep a health insurance plan that they purchased in the free market from an insurance company uh, that they like. The insurance company presumably thinks it's a good deal, but they now have to go into a community-rated exchange where their choices will be quite restricted. I think it it really could lead to a genuine populist backlash, even greater than the unhappiness of Obamacare so far.
0: Hey, I've got to ask who I've got you on, Bill, because it's a big topic up in New England, what your reaction was to the uh, infamous obstruction call.
1: Well, now we're talking about the really, I mean, the Obamacare thing is big. (laughs) It's a key moment in American political and history and social policy and and for the fate of the Obama administration. But the call Saturday night was, I'm not one of those who thinks, oh, well, the Umpires had to make that call. They have discretion. It wasn't an interference, I don't think. And I think it's terrible to end the ballgame. The World Series game on a call like that. And on the other hand, if they called him out of the plate, it would have been, you met, two people would have been, twice the winning run would have been thrown out at home plate in one play. That, that, that never happens in a World Series game or maybe in any game, so far as I know. But you met the person, key- it, was, it was made up for, it was made up for last night with that fantastic pickoff.
0: Yeah, but the fantastic pickoff, the Red Sox had to earn that as opposed yes. to giving the game to the cards. And this is what jumps out, and this is what I've been trying to get people to see. You hit the key point. If you read the rule, the um, the officials may call obstruction. Yeah. It doesn't say they shall or they must. And when they said in the post-press in, in, you know, conference, well, there's nothing he could have done any differently. you know. In other words, it just was one of those things. Well, then why the heck did you call it?
1: Right. On the other hand, catchers happens all the time, doesn't it? Catchers make a good play at the play. He's a great play by, uh, uh, what's it, by Pedroia, and then a good tag at the play. He's kind of off balance. Right. He's not going to get the runner at third anyway. They should never make that throw. That throw goes into left field about ten times more often than <laughs> they actually catch the runner at third, you know? So I think Saltamac, yeah, they, they have a little bit uh, to, uh, to, 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 to account for there, too. But it was unjust. But, you know, the great teams overcome injustice, you know? But that's what you got to remember, Michael. And this, this <laughs> this does not destroy you, it makes you stronger. And look at the Red Sox going back the next night. So they will it'd be fantastic if they won the series after after having that game taken away from them.
0: And I predict they will win the series on Halloween night in a Game 7. Bill Crystal, thanks so much for your time.
1: Thanks, Michael.